Euh, alors vous venez d'écouter euh, Temptation Greets You Like a Naughty Friend des Arctic Monkeys et euh, maintenant on va vous faire passer euh, l'interview de DJ Ipec euh, qui a été faite par Chloé Moore et Diorso du DI. The iPhone recorder itself, it doesn't stop even if a, a phone comes or if you use your camera. If you use an app, then it might stop. Maybe it has to do something with that, that someone's ringing or sending a WhatsApp message mm -hmm. and then it stops. Yeah, I'll check. They should be fine as well. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're going to start yeah, with like... I don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, I don't know, a brief introduction of yourself. What is your path, your career? How you made it into like DJ? Yeah, okay. Uh, first, my cards. Two. Oh, thank you. Oh. Ooh. Thank you very much. They're really cool. Yeah, so cool. <coughs> uh, my name is Ipeki Pekjolo. Uh, my um, artist name is DJ Ipek. Um, it's a Turkish name. I was born in Germany and uh, grew up partly in Turkey mm -hmm. and in Germany, but most of the time I grew up in Germany. Um, so I'm, uh, what else? I studied social works and while I was studying social works, I started with my DJing, that was 22 years ago. And since then, I'm, I work as a DJ, creator, and producer, and I do also cultural management stuff and events. And I do workshops that is like DJ workshops, but also, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, transculture club workshops. Mm -hmm. And um, in Germany? Yeah, in, uh, no, everywhere. Everywhere? Okay. Like tonight, I'm going to give a workshop tonight, to like in Montreal, oh, Canada. <laughs> and I, I gave also workshops in uh, China, in Tunis, in, uh, in the States, in uh, in several countries, Whoa. so also in Vienna, Australia, and um, what else do I do? Well, I'm an activist, um, also within the immig immigrant scene. I belong to many communities of the immigrant mm -hmm. scene, so I belong to the second generation of the immigrants from Turkey and Germany, and um, yeah, and I belong to the LGBTQI immigrant scene or PBUC. And um, yeah, but also to the artist scene of the immigrants and the second generation, <laughs> lots of things. And I also work as the on-site coordinator for the Antioch College in Ohio in the States. So I coordinate their Berlin stay in Germany when they come with their women's studies and gender studies abroad program since 15 years. On and on I write um, texts or essays about um, you know hybrid identities or the peer group work and and also you know this multicultural living mm -hmm. in Germany. Yeah, you have a full life. Um, I and do many things. I forgot. I'm sure I forgot. And I'm also a member of the Female Pressure yeah. Network. Do you know it? Well, well actually, we were going to ask you yeah. like a few words on it. Yeah, yeah. What is it really? Female Pressure is an international network and database of female-identified uh, musicians, visual artists, producers, uh, DJs, who are all over the world. Mm -hmm. And um, we have a, I mean, we mainly discuss among us within um, emails. So the, you get like 10 <laughs> to 30 emails every day with different kind of topics. And, it's all, and many issues are on 
for example, sexism within the electronic music scene, mm -hmm. or also we are trying to um, invent a database about how festivals are booking female identified artists or not. And mm -hmm. we realize, for example, many, almost, I mean, 98% of the festivals, especially electronic festivals, are main only mm -hmm. men or male only lineups. Mm -hmm. So, and um, this we are discussing, or we are discussing also about the sexism in general within the press scene, in the uh, music industry or art industry. But also we do compilations to support uh, movements of women as like, for example, Free Pussy Riot. We did a mm -hmm. compilation and just collect some money for their, uh, you know, all those um, yeah, advocates and stuff like this. And we did a compilation which we've been uh, selling this to, to, via Bandcamp and this money went to the Pussy Riot Foundation. As like we did last year also a, a compilation for consciousness and raising awareness and consciousness of women movement in Rojava and South Kurdistan and Syria. Mm -hmm. So uh, to talk, hey, there are also other uh, women movements which are different than the European or American female movements. Mm -hmm. And um, just to aware awareness, and then what I do is I always, I'm kind of an depends on the interests of the topic is interesting me or not, and then you can do you know uh, you can do like uh, remixes, talks, discussions, mm -hmm. and events. So I guess we're gonna go back to that, but we wanted to know first. It was supposed to be first, but how would you like? define your music and artistic production, so I guess mainly electronic music, is there... Uh, I, uh, I call my style eclectic Berlinistan, eclectic mm -hmm. because uh, it's not only electronic. Okay. So, I mean, it depends on the party. If it's an electronic party, of course I stick with the electronic music style, but most mainly I'm not always electronic because I like the diversity within the music. Mm -hmm. And so I jumped between from very traditional and folk tunes to very electronic tunes. And I DJ from, let's say, uh, from Middle Eastern tunes to Balkan and South Asian stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, and from very technoid sounds to, to drum bass, break beats, but also very traditional folk tunes. And um, I play like, you know, from Turkish, Kurdish, Greek, um, Arabic from diverse Arabic speaking countries because they're all not the same and uh, also I mean from Israel and um, and from the South Asians and the Balkan countries mm -hmm. so I mix up with all the languages all mm -hmm. the styles I'm mixing I'm mixing up with the folk tunes with electronic sounds and so I'm eclectic. I love dancing. I like folk dancing. So it's like, okay. <laughs> and then I also dance and show people how to dance. And uh, yeah, and um, that's why I'm calling it eclectic. It's uh, eclectic because it's like sometimes it's like a washing machine. So it's like it gets techno it and, and suddenly it gets like drum bass or and then it gets like folk tunes. So um, the people who are coming they have to have also a diverse understanding of music. They don't have to, but they will get mm -hmm. to that point then. Uh, uh, so, and um, yeah. That's, that's cool. Um, yeah, we had it five years ago and here, great party. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> what, that's what she told me that yeah. when they opened the, um, the, the Good Institute, yeah. like the opening party. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Is it really British or the 
Yeah, and I mean, I also like, you know, I also love to spin like, you know, old Turkish and Arabic tango tunes. This is like also introducing people to sounds which they've maybe never heard. Or for those people who knows those sounds, that they hear it finally mm. in the countries we are living, but never get the chance to listen to this kind of music. So, and I'm also a big fan of traditional dances like electro shabi and oh. dabke and all those Turkish single uh, Kurdish govent and uh, circle dances. Mm. So, um, yeah, because our world is a diverse. I mean, it's everywhere now. It's more and more cultural diversity going on. And social diversity going on, so mm. why should I focus myself only on one style of music? It's boring. Mm. So and so, in that thing, is that where you got into DJing more than other like ways of producing music? No, I mean, uh, the, the, I've never wanted to be a DJ. Actually, I never oh. thought about being a DJ. And uh, I mean, okay, I went to choirs and folk dancing mm -hmm. courses in Turkey and in Germany, mm -hmm. but um, it. I never thought about becoming a musician or something, working on music, actually. Yeah. And it was just a coincidence how it happened. If you want, I can tell you the story. Shall I tell you the story? Yeah, it's a funny sure? story. <laughs> 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 Basically, I was going out on a, on a L, uh, LGBTQ party, an SO36, which is a very well-known club in Berlin. Mm -hmm. And I was drinking all my gin tonic, and then guy <laughs> came up and said, are you Turkish? Yes. Are you lesbian? Yes. Oh, can't you DJ on our first... Homo-oriental, queer-oriental <laughs> dance party, which is going to happen in three days. This sounds really Montreal. And I was like, uh, I've never done this. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Grab your CDs and come. That was year 94, so you hardly had CDs. Yeah. You know, most people don't know what is a CD. <laughs> but, so, and then I said, I don't even have CDs. He said, oh, grab your tapes and come. And I really indeed had tapes. And I was like thinking, okay, I've, I've been always begging the DJs within the LGBTQI scene mm -hmm. to play one belly dance song or one Turkish or one Arabic song. And I thought, well, now this is finally my chance to play all those music. And I accepted. I only had three days time to, to, uh, to prepare myself. So I asked all my friends to give me music mm -hmm. because I was during that time listening mostly to political Turkish sounds, to classical music, <laughs> to Sephardic music, or to Anatolian rock. So, okay. And then uh, I even asked my mother to get, give me some music. And then I, it was a new year, uh, this was a Christmas night, sure. Christmas 1994. So the thought was, all the Christians are going to having some Christmas stuff, but what are the all Muslims doing? Nothing. Mm -hmm. So... And it's a Saturday night, so we should throw a party. That was the thought behind that. And there are so many immigrants living in Germany. Why not doing a party? Mm -hmm. So I thought, hmm, good idea. So I put my hijab on and uh, went to the party after the Christmas dinner and went to the DJ. And the DJ said, do this and do this, do this, and push the button, play. I said, huh, okay. <laughs> and then I put the hijab on, I thought, well, if people don't like the music, at least they don't see who's doing this. Oh, so sure. that was like a safety <laughs> issue. <laughs> but people danced till 8 o'clock in the morning, so New Star was born. And I was the only one who actually was doing this all not Anglo-American sound. So because during that time you were listening to this old disco house and mm. to English pop stuff and to the German pop, but hardly to any other music from 
Latin America mm-hmm. or from the eastern or from the you know Arabic countries mm-hmm. or Middle Eastern countries or South Asia. Mm-hmm. So I was spinning. I started with that music actually, mm-hmm. and then suddenly the whole uh, the also the community has started to change. Oh, finally there was a place where all those. Uh, LGBTQI identified immigrants could go and listen to their music. So people started to ask me if I could, you know, support them by, uh, by on their immigrant party DJing or on a lesbian party DJing. So my name became bigger and bigger while I was studying the, um, social works. And then after I finished my social works, I... Uh, I started to work as a social worker, but then the off- international offers requests started to come, and I thought, okay, after a, f- a few years of working as a social worker, s- social work, um, I thought, hmm, now it's the chance maybe, yeah. because um, then I can travel, I can meet people, and I can try to live, make my living from music, from DJing. So mm-hmm. let's try. And since then, I'm still making a creative break from the social works. Oh. <laughs> Years and later. while that, I realized, um, I mean, I'm also an activist within the LGBTQI immigrant mm-hmm. scene. So I wrote my thesis about the, uh, with the wonderful title of Turkish and the Lesbian, Is It a Paradoxy? The self, um, how do you say, Selbstbild lesbischer Migrantin der zweiten Generation aus der Türkei, die ihren Lebensmittelpunkt in der, Deutschland, in der Bundesrepublik Deutschland haben. So I'm trying to translate that. Yeah. Self-picture <laughs> self self picture of lesbian immigrants belonging to the second generation from Turkey who lives in Germany. So how do they see themselves? How, do they, how are their relationship towards the German culture? Mm-hmm. Society. How is their relationship towards the Turkish society? How is the relationship to their parents? How it, how does it go with the coming out? What is being Turkish in Turkey and being a lesbian in Turkey? What is it? What does it mean in Germany? So, that was actually the first um, thesis on that case at all, mm-hmm. who was written by non-white person. Mm. So normally the, the 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 white people are writing love to write about you, but not with you. And then so this was like my my attempt to change that thing. And so we are writing about us, so. Very cool. Yeah. That's very interesting. Um, well, I guess kind of linked with the, your interest and in activism, what do you think are the main challenges today um, for like women or LGBTQI people uh, when they want to get into the music industry or like creative industries in general? I mean, now it's much easier than earlier. I mean, it's much easier to 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 find your way around through computer you have i mean technically you have much easier access now to become a dj mm-hmm. and um but it does as a woman you don't still get many offers mm-hmm. to dj and uh, for example i decided not to be only a dj within the lgbtqi scene because that's for me too limited yeah. i i don't want to limit myself by saying oh i only dj for lgbtqi scene uh, because it's limited second also it's limiting music wise because all lgbtqi scene has also certain kind of music music taste mm-hmm. and uh this also doesn't interest me. I would like to challenge them music-wise much more, actually, and introduce them. And um, and I would rather like to uh, export my sound to the whole world instead of just 
you know, stay on my little community and scene. To a niche. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a niche DJ, so yeah. I would like to squat everything. So, and um, I mean, now we have even a Facebook group which is like you know PBUC DJs uh, and uh, trans DJs are. So, the access is much easier. But for example, I just had recently a recent uh, request to do a you know on a party like. Uh, Tur uh, you know the music from the Middle East and Turkish sound, and uh, and I couldn't. And I was thinking, who else is doing this music? And a female, mm -hmm. I couldn't find any one besides me. Yeah. So there aren't many female DJs who are doing this music. Mm -hmm. And I belong to five, maybe to five of those male or female DJs who are doing this all those folk tunes at the same time. Mm -hmm. And there aren't many. I realized. So, all over the world? Uh, in Europe, I would in rather Europe. say. I mean, I don't know every DJ, of course, yeah. but from those who are known, I am yeah. one of those. And, uh, and, you know, and I cover actually many, many, many cultures. And there aren't many DJs who are covering many, many DJs, mm. uh, many, many cultures, also language-wise. Mm. So, I mean, if you ask me, play me Iraqi music, I can't play Iraqi music. If someone says says Iran Bandari music. I know to play Iran Bandari. If someone says, oh, Shabi from uh, Egypt, I know Electro Shabi from Egypt. If someone says Lebanese Shabi, I know Lebanese Shabi. You know, and then if someone says, okay, play some Chepki, which is a certain kind of a Kurdish sound, I have that too. So not many people are like, you know, yeah, into this, all this so kind of stuff. So, and then if you want to have like Shishi, Malini Dietrich German sound, I have that too. So, <laughs> or old tangos or old operas and stuff like this. Um, no, go ahead. Um, sex. 